Hello again, and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial, and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. If you are a new subscriber, I'd like to recommend that you should try the audio platforms. It'll help you catch up. There are a lot of prophecies here, but on the audio platforms, you can find playlists, and that will help you move through the material a little bit faster so that you can get caught up. The prophecy that I received today, I received very early in the morning um, on December the 6th. So I received it about the 140, 144, 146 mark. I was working on something and that thing was proving extremely stubborn. So I had come to a pause and I was just trying to figure out how am I going to work this out? And I was looking for a fix and I started to hear the Lord say this phrase that I've heard uh, many times before. And the phrase is tsunami in the harbor, tsunami in the harbor. And so I heard this and I, I paused thinking, will the Lord say anything? He didn't say anything immediately. So I went back to working on the thing. And then I started to hear there's a whirlwind of judgment coming. There is a whirlwind of judgment coming to the United States. So this prophecy is about the fact that America is going to receive a sudden, a strong, and a destructive judgment of the Lord Jesus Christ. America is going to be judged suddenly by God, and there's going to be natural disasters here, and there's also going to be a very massive war. The title of this prophecy is Tsunami in the Harbor. Thus says the Lord, there is a whirlwind of judgment coming to the United States. The Lord is going to judge you, America. Your hour has come. The people are not watching. Her people are not expecting it. Suddenly, calamity comes. A great war, a war for the ages. America, you will be attacked when you are not expecting it when you are sleeping, when you think your gates are secure. Sudden destruction will come upon you at the very moment you cry, peace and safety. You will be uprooted from this earth. The Lord says you will be forgotten and your memory will cease from the earth. You will be erased from before me. Thus saith the Lord. Tsunami warning in the, harbor, in the harbor. Ring the alarm for the New York City disaster. Tsunami in the Bay Area. California shall lie at the bottom of the sea. Your disasters are at hand. A wall of water, America. I will wash you. I will drown you. I will wash you clean of your fornications. I will purge the evil that lies beneath your false appearance and everyone will see who you are and how hard the Lord judges you. New York will be a desolation. The whole state, don't think you will escape. I will drown New York City until there will be nothing left of it. The postcard city will be destroyed. There is a tidal wave coming to America. I will cover you, America. I will bring you and all your emotional garbage to the bottom of the sea. You corroded the e emotions of men. You made them cruel. You made them heartless. You made them lewd and evil, even to the unborn and the very young. You will be drowned at the end of your days. The ending of your existence will be to be written out of history and into oblivion. I will destroy you for the way you destroyed my earth. The sound of war hooves is coming, Celestial. A great war is coming. A war to be fought on American soil a war for the ages where hundreds of millions of people will die in America and worldwide. 
multiple countries will be affected, but America will bear the brunt of the casualties. Her people will be put to death by the things they suffer and the defeat they will go through. Their own defiance will work against them and they will be caught in a trap that is already laid for them. A war is coming to the United States that will humble the nation and bring it down to its lowest point in history. By the time they fall, it will be too late for them to repent. They will receive the full judgment for their sin. Thus saith the Lord. So this prophecy of the Lord that I have just read in your hearing took quite some time to write. And I have to let you know that the Holy Spirit would have kept going. But I was weary at that time. By the time I reached the end of the writing, the Lord said to me, it is enough for now. So you should know that there is more. And the proof of that more can be found in Isaiah chapter 9. If you read Isaiah chapter 9, you will find that it has a certain refrain that begins after, I think it is verse 11, and it keeps saying, for all that, my hand is stretched out still. For all that, my hand is stretched out still. And I've been reading that section of scripture since, I think it's 2020, that I first started introducing Isaiah chapter 9 as I was receiving it constantly from the Lord. Because what he was saying is that he will continue to bring judgment after judgment after judgment. And as people's hearts hear the judgments, it will be natural to think, but is there no end? Can there continuously be judgment? And God is saying, yes, for all this means, even though I've listed certain things, I'm not done. My hand is stretched out still means I can still do more to you. And so as we understand and we hear and we look back and those who have been here for a long time now, it is a journey of more than 450 prophecies, at least 500 that I have um, written down and the videos do not quite match the prophecies yet. I'm not finished with them. Some of these themes have been heard before. Some of these themes are very familiar and the Lord is still saying that he will judge the country. And that's because I've always said that God says the judgment of America is set. The judgment of America, excuse me, please, cannot be affected by, there will be no national repentance. And that's because America is Babylon. America is mystery Babylon of Revelation 18. And since we know that nothing is going to be unfulfilled in the word of God as it is, the simple way that you process this information is, if America was going to repent, there would be no Revelation 18. There would be no 10 kings giving their power to the beast in Revelation 17. But because these things are there, eternally prophesied, given to John the Revelator by Jesus himself. The prophecies that John wrote in the book of Revelation came from Jesus. And Jesus said that there would be a mystery Babylon that would receive her judgment in one hour. And so that is America and she's going to fulfill her destiny. And God says here in this prophecy that by the time America is falling, of course she will want to repent. That's because the food will be gone, the power will be gone, the Nikes will be gone, the swag will be gone, Netflix will be gone, everything will be gone. The nation will be like a husk, a terrible place to exist. And then, of course, people will want to repent. But God says that by that time, the country will be toppling and it will be too late to repent. So let us go over the words of the Lord. A whirlwind of judgment coming to the United States. Whirlwinds are sudden. Whirlwinds are destructive. Whirlwinds come out of nowhere. They roll up all of a sudden. They cause a lot of damage. And then just as suddenly they die out and nobody actually knows why they come or why they go. God says that America's hour has come. And surely one of the ways that the Christian can know that the hour is come is 
that perhaps there is a feeling of foreboding that will be resting upon spiritually sensitive people. And while that feeling of foreboding is necessary, it is like a long, long drawn out cello note. You can feel it. You can feel it when you go out to do the things that you need to do. You can feel it even when you are in supposedly jovial celebration, celebratory, celebratory, um, places like getting together with family at particular holidays and something like that. There's some kind of rock that will be hanging on the spirits of sensitive people, people who say tuned to the Holy Spirit. However, that feeling is not supposed to be overwhelming you. And although it is not part of this prophecy, I'm simply warning you that if you are not careful, Satan is a pro wrestler. And this is something that Christians don't know because a lot of Christians are misinformed about the devil. They think, oh, it's me here and the devil here and I'll just fight him. No, Satan is only defeated by one thing, the word of God, who is Jesus himself. The word of God is what pins Satan and puts him under. So if we are not familiar with the word of God, and then if we are not adept with how to use the word of God in spiritual warfare, it can be difficult. Another thing is that because Satan is so scaly and so quick to flip a situation, the Holy Spirit can put a check in your spirit can put a warning on you. Yes, that foreboding will be there, but then what will happen is that many people will then bring emotionalism into it and turn the foreboding into tears and depression and crying all the time. Oh, I'm just weeping and I'm just weeping and weeping and weeping as I hear about the children. Be very careful because what will come next is the spirit of depression into your home. And that thing will sit on you like a rock and you will start to become obsessed with the weeping and obsessed with the emotionalism. And I have been saying on Facebook before you ever saw me here, before I ever opened the blog, I used to warn there that what comes with the spirit of Depression is a spirit of suicide. And then before you know it, what starts off, off as my heart is so touched by these prophecies will end in, we don't know what happened to her. We just came home one day and found her like this. Be very careful. Be very, very careful. <sighs> these prophecies are to bring us to soberness. And these prophecies are actually God's wake up call to this country. The Lord said in many of the old prophecies, you ignore me and you sideline me in a nation that belongs to me. I founded this nation. I created America. I made you great. I gave you the power that you have, but you have set me to the side and you are determined to oppose me. You have become my enemy. And the Lord has said that he repented that he made this country. And I speak these things without holding anything back. It is not my concern how the words land or where they land on good soil or bad soil. I know that there is good soil out there and that soil will receive it. But if you hear these things and you feel pricked in your heart, that should actually be a warning sign to you, sir, to you, ma'am, for that tells you that you are still tightly meshed in with mystery Babylon so that when God is judging her, you feel her insults and you feel her blows as if they were your own, which means that you are not paying attention to what it says in Revelation 18. And I think it is verse four or verse eight. Don't quote me, but it says, come out of her and be separate. But then many people, they either don't know how to separate themselves from Babylon or they are insisting that they will not separate from her. Either way, if your heart is enmeshed with America, at the time the whirlwind judgment of God comes upon the United States, as it goes for her, it shall go for you, sir, ma'am, in your home, because you are choosing to identify with what God has put under judgment. And so the hour has come. And in Revelation 18, it says that Mystery Babylon, that one will be judged in a single hour. Well, God says the hour has come and it's not going to be one of our hours. In the Bible, hour is just a time frame. God says the people of America are not watching. 
and not expecting it. And that is true. People are very distracted. People are dealing with situations in their homes. People are dealing with the attacks of the enemy. People are dealing with the fact that they are at the highest point of their careers, the highest point of their lives. They're making the most money they've ever made on their social media platforms and buying their fifth Lamborghini. And so people are in disparate states, different types of levels, different types of states. But the one thing that people in this country are not watching for is to be hit with natural disasters on both coasts and definitely not to fall to their knees and become servants and workers for Russia and China. A great war is coming. I made this statement just a few weeks ago. I can't exactly pinpoint the video, but I said that I was simply washing the dishes and the Lord began to say to me, a great war is coming. My daughter, a great war is coming. And this war is not just going to be America's war, as you've heard in this prophecy. He said that multiple countries will be affected. I've always been saying that when this war starts, every country that depends on America for anything, even if America only ships you the pens that you use for all your school children and all your working people, when this war starts, whoever depends on America for everything, is going to suffer. And one of the nations that the Lord highlighted was the nation of Zimbabwe saying that they rely on the U S dollar directly in their economy. And so when America gets hit with her personal problems, obviously the money's not going to stay stable and robust. Money's one of the first things to take a hit when countries go to war. And God says, if Zimbabwe is struggling now, then imagine what will happen when this war starts and her dependent economy that relies on us dollars gets hit that is a good sign for people who know their country your country is depending on america for imports your country is depending on america to buy your exports your country is depending on america to sign one more check for foreign aid this is obviously your cue when you hear this to go into prayer. You don't need a group of a whole group to pray. You can just begin to petition God for your nation where you are and say, Lord, we're not under the same judgment as mystery Babylon. Remember us here and begin to stir the hearts of the remnant here so that you can reveal these things to them so they can pray. This great war is coming and God says, America, you will be attacked when you are not expecting it. People of God, please hear these prophecies and understand what is being said. I have said endless times that America will never be ready for this attack. That includes those who listen to this channel. You may listen to the channel and you may know that God is saying an attack is coming. An attack is imminent. However, with all that foreknowledge, even Jeremiah could not tell them the day that the Babylonians would finally break down the wall and come in. Even Jeremiah was not able to tell them the exact day. And that is how real prophecy works. It doesn't give fake dates that fail. America will never see this attack coming. That means we can know an attack is coming. And the benefit of that is to prepare the spirits in prayer. The benefit of that is to sit your children down and begin to tell them that when you tell them you want their location pins, they should stop giving you fake pins. They should stop telling you that they're three blocks over when actually they've piled into the pickup truck and they've gone across the county line because they want to sneak to the strip club for the first time. And then we begin to hear those sounds and nobody can get back across the county line faster than a missile can come into your town or city. It is time to now circle the wagons and get family members who at least are like-minded to understand that this country is going through a transformation. And if you are waiting for that transformation to show up on the news, if you are waiting for, and I'm not speaking of this current government, but if you are minded that the leadership of this country has your best interests at heart. And so if things are going wrong, 
They're going to tell you in advance that things are going wrong. They're going to tell you perhaps that they've been also doing their little hacking and they've been finding hidden communications between China and whoever flying around. They're never going to tell you that. What they will do with that intel is they will take care of themselves. They will never come on the TV and tell you that, yes, we have stocked bunkers and we're planning to go zero dark 30 and leave you and your kids running around on the surface of the earth while we go into the caves of the earth to wait out whatever we suspect will happen. If you are expecting the U.S. government in whatever manifestation to be your protection, you're already lost. You're already fulfilling the scripture of Isaiah that says, cursed is the man who trusts in flesh. It will be God now that men should turn to because no man will know the day or the hour of this whirlwind judgment of this great war. And God is saying that America's defiance is going to be the cause of the war. This is indeed the Russia-China war that I'm speaking of. And, the, and a clue here that God gives is that the sudden destruction will come at the very moment that America cries, peace and safety. And I was reading this prophecy again before I brought it. It is always good to go over it prayerfully so that you can deliver it with understanding. And the Lord says to me, peace and safety is the beast system, my daughter. So Russia and China are not coming this weekend. America first needs to become the full apostate that she is. When I speak of these things, people complain and they say the prophecy is too graphic and there's too much information. And little do people understand that they will live this information. Your neighbor will sit naked on the porch and you will not be able to call 911 and report him for indecent exposure. And should you try to, lo and behold, Officer Mack and Officer Freeman may show up naked because it just may be come to work naked day in the new America. The things that people find fantastic now are the ingredients of the future America, the beast system America, where every single normal thing, every single premise that was maybe resting its tired elbow or resting its tired spinal cord on the last two or three commandments of God's word are going to be shattered and broken. The legs of this nation are going to be broken out from under her, and she is going to become worse than any historical empire in the past. The History Channel loves, loves to make documentaries and show you the Romans with their togas slipping off and show you how the great senators of the day were eventually interested in boy flesh. Everybody's lying around on a cushion and eating grapes. But that's not how Rome started. Rome started hungry. Rome started as fighters. Rome started as a military state that deposed the Greeks and took over the best of what they had and then ruled in power and improved on it until pride was found in the midst of them. And that is what happens with empire. Eventually you peak, you look around and you don't have any more enemies. You look around and you are the clear golden boy of the second world war. You've conquered everything and then bombed your enemies into silence, shackled the other enemies with millions of dollars of reparations that they only just got finished paying off in 2008. I think it was. You humbled the earth. And all the nations bowed like chaff before your sword. And now there's nothing more to win. And so you begin to set up entertainment. You begin to seek after sexual pleasures. You begin to seek after the joys of life, wine, women, and song. But in this country, it's wine, trance, and whatever else is going at the going rate. Righteousness is killed the belly grows cold, the fire to do right is put out. And eventually you always get, you always get a decaying and crumbling 
edifice that has already died, that has already passed from relevance, but because you still have the appearance of life, you still look alive though you are dead. This is Jesus speaking in Revelation. Yes, it's Revelation chapter three. You have the reputation that you are alive, but you are dead. I brought that prophecy about three or four months ago. Because you appear alive, the world, your groupies outside are still fooled by you. Except I prophesied in 2021, in April, that the scales would fall from the eyes of the nation and they would begin to mock America and they would begin to see America for what she is. And they would begin to castigate her and criticize her and speak about her on their national news in disparaging tones, mocking tones, questioning tones. Why is she doing this? And now all these things are happening just a few years after I had said them. America will not be ready because the people aren't watching. And when she's attacked, God says we will not be expecting it. We will think that the gates are secure, but sudden destruction will come when we are crying peace and safety. So when the beast system establishes themselves, when you start to see the society changing, when you start to see first the oppressive laws, and then you also start to see laws will be oppressive, but at the same time, they will be extremely permissive. Anyone will be able to get alcohol. You won't need to be a certain age to drink. You won't need to be a certain age to engage in sexual activity. You won't be a, need to be a certain age to get married. The little children will be declared legally competent to sleep with people who are five to 50 times their age. It will be restrictive and they will tell you it's for your safety, but at the same time, it will be permissive and they will tell you, well, if you are transgender and if you are 65 and you want a nine year old, if that will give you peace, these laws have been changed for your peace, peace, the open hand and safety, the controlling hand that will take your money and turn it to cloud money and tell you it's better and will chip your hand and take your palm identity and tell you never carry your wallets again. This thing must establish itself first before that war comes because this peace and safety society is the society where, where America will completely undress herself. And just as the Greeks were doing it and the Romans came and destroyed them in the same way, America will be doing it after having fought all the wars she has started to undress herself. I've always told you when you see a society obsessed with sex and nakedness, you are on your way off the planet. You are on your way out of life and into death because that is where God draws the line. Because after the uncovering comes the original sin of Genesis desiring to lie down with the wolves, with the hybrids and with the angels. And that is where Noah can tell you the world was brought to a great reset. And so it will be again. And so God says that he will uproot America from the earth and she will be forgotten. And I've been saying this almost since the beginning of this ministry. I said that God will take away the memory of this nation from the whole earth. And I remember back then many people challenged and how can it be? And, and how can it be that future generations will not remember America? And this is again, just simply a lack of reading the Bible. In the Bible, if you start from the very beginning, there were two young men, one by the name of Cain and one by the name of Abel. It's a terrible situation of jealousy and sibling rivalry that arose between those two men. One brother's heart became dark and Satan planted the seed of murder in Cain's heart and he killed his brother. But then you come further on and I think it's Genesis 5 and there's a genealogy going on because God wants to move things to, he wants to move the narrative forward to when he gets to Noah. 
But it starts off talking of the first man. And it says, there was Adam, and Adam begot Seth. Seth is the third boy that Adam had. He had Cain, and then he had Abel. But for some reason, when God is doing the genealogy, the unfortunate killer and the unfortunate victim have been wiped out and are no longer remembered in antiquity. You have to care about Cain and Abel to know about them because once you get to chapter five, it seems that God is done with them. So there's precedent to show you that unfortunate behavior can get you wiped out of the record. America, you will be wiped from human memory. And this thing that God has been saying, people push back about it because of ego and pride. As an American, you don't want to think that it's possible to hold a passport that belongs to no nation. But when the nation goes under the sea forever, you're going to have a passport to where? Where will you fly to when O'Hare and LaGuardia and JFK are gone? It's just pride. It is just pride. And there's so many people who are failing to do the work of admitting and confronting how deeply that pride is rooted. And that is the reason they cannot believe the word of the Lord. When God says, your memory will cease from the earth and you will be erased from before me. And then says, thus saith the Lord. It's a done deal. Thus saith the Lord prophecies have a tendency not to go away. Tsunami warning in the harbor. Ring the alarm for the New York City disaster. The harbor is definitely the New York Harbor. Another tsunami in the Bay Area. You will remember that the prophecy called Stay True to Your Assigned Gender is from 2018. I think that prophecy is September 2018, quite a lot of years ago. And I said that there will be a terrible earthquake along the San Andreas and that California is going to crack. Terrible earthquake in San Francisco and California is going to crack in two pieces. And one piece, I saw it just slide into the ocean. And God says, this type of disaster is at hand. You may remember that the Lord says, that the judgments that will come on America are now going to be the kind of judgments like international judgments. So this is thousands and thousands and thousands of lives lost. This is FEMA at a loss for what to do. This is the rescue people, the first responders, God says, having PTSD when they get to the scene. Why? Because they're used to pulling one or two people out. They're used to having earthquakes in California and then nobody dies. But now God says the, the work, the rescue workers will come and they will have PTSD. So they're going to be completely outclassed by how many people have been lost. They're going to be completely traumatized by how many broken bodies they're confronted by at one time. And that's because a man's training only goes so far. It is the favor and the grace of God that has kept this nation safe from being broken to pieces. But now God is ready to prove to this country that he is serious. A wall of water to wash you, to wash you clean of fornications. And why not? This is a nation that live streams child porn. People's children are missing. The mothers are sitting at home, sitting and going through nervous breakdowns, and their babies are performing unbelievable acts that are being live streamed into the homes of whoever can afford the entry viewing fee. Wickedness, altars, celebrating Halloween, women who are sexually active on their time of the month, unspeakable abominations that God says, if other countries thought about trying it, they would balk at trying it because such things go against their culture, but nothing is forbidden here. And so that's why the water is coming. It is a harsh, but sarcastic 
judgment. Since you are filthy, I will purge you. And in the purging, as I spoke of rats just recently being washed out of the sewer when the flood came to New York, in the same way, the tsunami is God's way of washing out American rats. And I spoke of this in one of the old prophecies where God says that after the disasters happen, so after there's a terrible flood in your area and your house has only the attic that is above the water, one of the things he says is when they go to the crisis centers, my daughter, they will not be able to watch the porn anymore. Your entire porn library will be in the basement and that computer will be ruined forever. He says that all the addicts, all the marijuana that you have at your house, all the, the weedy mushrooms, all the psychedelics, all the little druggies, you will have to run for your life and then you're going to have a hard detox at the crisis center where no one's going to be giving you magic mushroom and brownies. Nothing. There will be no trip for you. Even if you run with a few, you won't be able to sustain it. You are going to have your shakes and your sweat in front of 3,000 people in a gym that you don't know and will be looking at you like, so it's like that. The shame is coming now. Hard detox. The porn lovers, the adultery havers. There's a lot of secrets that are going to come out when people are under pressure in these places. The evil that is hidden beneath the false appearance of the United States. Everyone will see who you are and how hard God is judging you. So this judgment is going to hit TV. The crises are going to hit TV. The political exposures, the people in Europe will be watching and going, quel dommage. Everything will be seen. All the Africans that love to lift up this place as the place they must get a visa and come to, they will start reconsidering and thinking, well, maybe not, when they see what happens here. And New York will be made a desolation. The whole state, God is saying, don't think you will escape. That's because this tsunami is going to hit the entire Northeast and tri-state area in terms of damage. But New York City itself will be drowned until there's nothing left of it. The postcard city will be destroyed. That's a simple reference to the fact that when you come here, everybody goes to Times Square and buys those overpriced postcards, scribbles on them, wish you were here, and then sends them back to India and sends them everywhere else so everyone can know that you were in New York City. Might as well do it now because the postcard city will be destroyed. A tidal wave is coming to cover America and all your emotional garbage will be taken to the bottom of the sea. What's the emotional garbage? Well, it's all the males crying on TikTok about how they were misgendered. And I never thought you're five foot nine, your face is covered with hair and you're crying because nobody wanted to call you Janet. That's emotional garbage. It's emotional garbage to tell children that there are two moms in a family. It's emotional garbage to say that there are 31 genders on earth. It's emotional garbage to say that killing babies is how you take care of your health, that abortion is healthcare. It's emotional garbage to say that a man can be a woman and that a woman can be a man and that a child can understand the complexities of puberty and sexuality enough to undergo chemical castration at the age of six because that's when Hubert knew he was a girl. America's full of emotional garbage. It's emotional garbage to teach the kind of licentious things that the children are taught in school. Victim mentality, ally culture, everyone crying and having a breakdown. They didn't feel safe. It's emotional garbage for adults to insist on safe spaces. It's emotional garbage to censor free speech. It's emotional garbage to become a nation that is so sensitive that the skin is, what's that supposed to mean? What's that supposed to mean? A nation where the men are basically dead, castrated by the women who are as wild as wolves. Emotional garbage belongs at the bottom of the sea, washed away.
God says that America corrodes the emotions of men. America is the nation that forces people to accept things that make no sense. It's almost as if the minute you hit the border and the plane goes over, your brain opens up and wind begins to blow in there, taking the chemical smoke of insanity out. Then you land in another country and you interact with those people and you realize a lot of people and they confess it in their videos. I couldn't do my American nonsense overseas because overseas they are not prone to practicing emotional garbage as culture. But it's bleeding out in the magazines. It's bleeding out through the rappers, the superstars, the lifestyle, video, audio, social media has now connected all people. And so the ideas are being rapidly transferred. And that's why you see men in West Africa dressing up bleaching their skin, taking on female names. And the corruption, the rot is inside the global population because if those men were meeting their traditional cultures, they would be rapidly handled and they would disappear, but they have followings of millions, which means that the rot is inside the hearts of those people, that transgenderism in Latin America, in Asia, and in Africa, for instance, is okay. The rot, the smoke is spreading. Corruption, God says. You make men cruel. How do we make them cruel? How much murder is in the movies? Little children are inured to the spilling of blood. Pow, 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 they go here and everywhere else. The bloodshed is normal. The witchcraft is normal. It's all normalized. That's how you harden people's hearts. You simply continue putting the matter in front of them because what the eyes look at, it takes root inside the spirit. God says that people are made lewd and evil. This is just overly sexually charged. Again, the movies, the music. You say you love God, but you can't help looking. The married women on social media acting and disrespecting their husbands because of so-and-so parading without a what and a this. If I see you, don't you know that God sees you? And I have no power to do anything, but don't you know that your record, your final record is being written by all you say and all you do. And that's for all of us all the time to a person who wants to live righteous. This is actually very calming. It's actually very, it, it's reassuring to know that God is watching you. He's got your back, but he's also got your manners. It's reassuring to know that I want to live in the light. I want to walk in the light. You're not doing it because you think if I don't do it, I won't go to heaven. No, you're doing it because you're thinking your presence is so precious to me. And I love your company so much. I would hate to offend you. That's the thing. People know how to act around a brand new girlfriend, but they don't know how to treat God. They know how to, to if she doesn't like smoking, he's chewing the smoker's gum She's brushing her teeth extra because she doesn't want to offend him because she likes him. Yet there are people who claim they love God, but they don't know how to court his presence. They don't know how to, how to go after him as a lover does. They keep the best of themselves for humans who will perish and go to dust, but the eternal one who will cradle their soul and say, come walk in my presence always. Come enter into my rest. No effort. I don't know how to. You have a Bible. You have a cell phone. What's your problem? The cell phone is for looking for Bible verses and then the Bible is for going and reading them and starting to get them into your spirit. So people are sexually charged. They're looking for their next naked fix and evil, God says, to the unborn, the millions and millions and millions of babies that have been sacrificed in this nation and the very young, the millions and millions of children Please don't be fooled by the official numbers that the 
child traffickers themselves, such as the FBI, the cops, the lawyers, CPS themselves. These are the chief people who are taking the children. And more and more, they're showing up at the door because they're running out of strays. Ask yourself where the homeless children are. Their populations are dropping drastically, and I promise you they have not been resettled in happy homes. They are starring in snuff films across this nation. To you who think that snuff films don't exist, I covered that in 2020, that the Lord says these snuff films are shot. That's the prophecy, what you never heard of, part two, to put out their light. To snuff something literally means like a candle. You put it out quickly. That's where these youth are. That's where the little hopeful, that's where hopeful daughters who said, mom, I'm going to LA and she never called again. Hopeful daughters who left Africa and said, I'm going to Dubai and she never called again. They're making films with dogs. That's what they're doing on threat of their life. They haven't seen their passport in three years. They are the worst for wear. They can't come home because they're less than human now, because their partners have been Dobermans for three years. Hear it and know. Hear it and know. Let your saliva dry up the way mine dries up when I see and hear what I see and hear. You will be drowned at the end of your days and the end of your existence will be that I will write you out of history and into oblivion. God himself is going to oversee that not only will America be judged and taken away, but God says that he will see to it that humankind cannot remember. Now, if you put your mind on this, this is speaking of the same thing that he did to Cain and Abel. There's only one person that's able to take the memory of what actually existed out of the earth as if it's never existed. Whether he has to create a shift, whether he has to give us all global amnesia. Because think about it. Revelation 18 speaks of a graphic, very visible, horrific destruction for mystery Babylon. Technically speaking, that's very hard to forget. And yet he says and uses this word of permanence, oblivion, which means not only not remember, but to never remember and cannot be made to remember no matter what. That is where dementia takes you into the realm where they can't bring you back. You lose all the memories. You can't keep even one. And then it ends in departure from this life. That's what God is saying. And he says, I will do it. I will destroy you because you destroyed my earth. The sound of war hooves is coming. That means that the attackers are on their way. They're not here yet, but we've all seen the Western when the horses ride in one scene, we know that they're not going off camera. We know that they have a destination. And the destination is a great war that will be fought on America's soil. Very direct, the Holy Spirit. That's because America usually exports war. The, in, the military industrial complex in this nation is very smart. And I've covered this before. War is very damaging. War breaks the cell phone towers. War, war destroys the chemical plants. War destroys the manufacturing plants. War bombs up all the schools. War destroys all the jobs. War pollutes the water. War fills the streets with extremely unsanitary dead bodies and carnage. War brings social in instability economic destruction. It brings hunger and famine and fear for your life. It brings a ton of sexual crimes. Rape is committed by combatants and it's also committed by 
people who are just taking their chances on the street. Men are stronger than women, a lesson that will greatly be learned by the feminists in the end times. That men aren't that tall and that big because they're the same as women. They look different because they are different, but that lesson will be learned under duress in this nation. America exports war. She goes outside, bombs other people, spoils their country, destroys their infrastructure, disrupts their economies, ruins their money, makes them economically broken so that they have to take decades to bring themselves back up. She takes what they have, brings it home, adds it to the pile, and then says, we freed them. Iraq needed freedom, and so did Yemen, and, and we saw that they got it. But now the war will come here. It's these chemical plants that will be burnt up. It's these Ford factories and Cadillac factories that will be bombed. One thing that the Lord said is that the Russians know the locations of everything. Like it's been mapped out to a T. He says that down to the national parks and the forests, they know what's in there. Imagine Russians counting the bears at night with infrared or whatever it is that they're doing. They know the national parks and what's in the parks. They know the location of where all the Marines, the so-called secret bases that the Marines go to to train, the elite the Navy SEALs and all the other titles of them that I don't know, they know it. And he says that nukes will fly to those places. Why? Because you have to neutralize the best right away. That's all part of a surprise attack. You don't wait for the cream of the crop to immediately go into tactical response. You take them out at the start so that you can be left with everybody else falling back and scrambling. It's these roads that will be busted. It's these streetlights that won't work anymore. It's these schools that will be shut down forever. It's these farms that will be torched. War on soil for God to bring home the export. He will import it back here that we learn that wickedness has a cut off date. Hundreds of millions will die in the war for the ages in America and worldwide. Multiple countries affected, but America bearing the brunt of the casualties. Her people will be put to death by the things that they will go through. This is captivity. This is being sent to the gulag. This is being put on the ships to go and work in the sex brothels. It is since 2019 I've been speaking of this, that slavery will be seen again in the modern world, that the slavery that America practiced will be practiced on her. They will be put to death by the defeat that they will go through and their own defiance will work against them as they are caught in a trap that is already laid for them. Who needs to really think deeply about the trap? How many times has China said, leave us alone? How many times? Is it a hundred times or 500 times? How many times have they said, go to your side of the world and go do whatever you're doing? And if you want to come to our side of the world, then make sure you're just visiting American Samoa and then go back home. Our Taiwan stuff and our Hong Kong stuff that we're working out, mind your business, America. And America's like, the world is my business. I think there is a prophecy, it's called Defeated at Last. One of the shortest prophecies the Lord ever gave me, just a few lines. And it just says that before you can be defeated, you have to have enemies. The word defeat automatically tells you that there's somebody nearby who doesn't like you. Defeated at last. And God says America has made enemies everywhere. Everywhere. 
Even her allies don't like her, the Lord says, because she forces them to do things they don't want to do. And she insists that she get her way. So there's no real cooperation in this NATO to all the NATO groupies. NATO is just one big table with America holding most of the cards. So is the United Nations threatening not to send her military. And so everybody just plays ball, but there is a shift that only the blind man can miss. There is an unmistakable shift in the global order. And if you're waiting for CNN and Bloomberg to announce it, they'll be the last as always, because they are sore losers, Fox news included. They're all the same. There's no different. There's no difference. You have to see the shift spiritually that America is being more and more attacked verbally. And when people aren't scared of you and they start talking about you, it's not too long before someone throws a sucker punch. Defiance is the reason that America will get into trouble. I said that America is going to start, she's going to bring conflict through herself because of her mouth. And before anyone can say it's the elites because they're always, no, you just find any comment section and you will find Americans active in the comments, telling people that they're poor, telling people, yeah, that's why we beat you in 1961, telling people everything and anything that people don't need the elites to be Americans. They're just, they're just themselves. And it's time that we were sober. Because sobriety is where repentance comes from. You can never repent if you buy into the lie that it's the elites. You really think that the elites are responsible for the personal sin that is in people's hearts? The elites are going around and giving everyone pride? The elites are making your children be on the porn sites, selling themselves? The elites are, if the elites created OnlyFans and this was a righteous nation, OnlyFans is an FBI operative thing. They own it. The government owns that porn site. Don't mind them. We're against the porn and we're cracking down. They're not cracking down on nothing. They own the porn. They own the drugs. They are the traffickers. They are the, the pips. They are the supply. At what point do you stop just clutching your pearls and trying to know it's not? At what point? What does it take? Does it take this much? to come to the acceptance that you are living in one of the greatest lies ever told, one of the greatest lies ever maintained. How hard is it to let go? Because you have a home. You have the offer of a greater, better home but you're not going to be allowed to enter into that home clinging on to this dirty VIP pass. You can't get into heaven like this. Abraham knew to look for that distant city. Even the rich man, when he messed up and he was in hell, talking to Abraham and Lazarus, was begging that that's not where he wanted his brothers to go. He was begging that Lazarus should please be allowed to put a few drops of water. How is it that at this time, the first instinct is to defend the lie that is fallen, the lie that is judged. Fallen, fallen, great Babylon has fallen. How is it that the Christians don't volunteer to be the first rats to be washed out of the sewer and saying, you know what? I've, I've got a home and I've got a father and I can be here and I can exist here. But in my heart, what I really want is to be acceptable to the Lord Jesus Christ so that I can make it into his eternal rest. Heaven is my home. You miss heaven. It's done for you. Two Sundays of sermons like this would, would be able to turn this country around if pastors were worth anything, but they're not. Two sermons, two Sundays like this. And people would start thinking, well, you know, actually I need to care more for my soul. They're spritzing themselves with half a bottle of cologne, ready to go out there and see who's good for the sleeping. Caring nothing for the soul, for what comes after. Raising your children to be nihilists. 
want them to be skilled in all the classical arts and they know nothing of good old turn or burn theology. And so God is going to step in now. And that is just it. And it is long overdue. The trap has been laid. Brought a prophecy here and God was saying that America is very predictable. And that her, rival actu her rivals actually know exactly what the formula is to get her to act. Putin and them have already studied. I think this is what the coaches do. The coaches, they know a big game's coming up. They get tapes of the opposing team. And then they bring the tapes and they say, let's watch it. Let's see how the wide receiver behaves. And let's see how the quarterback behaves. And let's, let's learn them. Let's see how their team moves. So when we meet them on Saturday, we're ready. Well, America's predictable as pie. And I'm just sitting here in this house. I'm just in this house. I don't have Pentagon friends. I'm just here. I have a higher friend. I have that eye that sees all things and then comes and says, take your pen and write. The trap is set and the trap will work because the prey is predictable as pie. War is coming to the U.S. and it will humble the nation and bring it down to its lowest point in history. So this is worse than 1933. This is worse than First World War, Second World War. Lowest point in history. This is the America you know gone. Because the lowest, the past lowest points in history, there's hardly any people alive who remember them. This, this generation only knows social media and a good time. They won't even listen to their elders when the elders warn among them. And God says that by the time this country falls, it will be too late to repent. So that means that the day to repent is now, is right now. You watch the video, you pause it, you finish it, you say, that's it for me. I know what I have to do. If this is the one video I send, I don't care if they block me afterwards. If this is the one video I send, I'm going to do it. If this is the one video, if they don't like it because it's an hour, I'll chop off this bit and I'll send it to them. And I'm going to pray that they ask for more. Mass repentance is off the table for America. I don't care where people meet and start singing. Mass repentance, Nineveh's repentance, it's never coming. And Revelation 18 is the proof. So it's time to waterproof, Noah-proof your home, your life. You don't need anybody to tell you what your issues are. It's time for that heart-to-heart -heart with the Holy Spirit. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. It's time for that. One-on-one -on -one confession, acknowledgement. Here are the holes. The thief on the cross got it right. And the thief on the cross got it wrong. Two men, the eternal picture of mankind, the savior between them and one perceiving life while the other mocked his way into hellfire. America, a portrait. By the time they fall, it will be too late for them to repent. So that means the day of capture, the day of the simultaneous East Coast, West Coast attack. The day where I said that the men and the women in the black wetsuits will be coming out of that freezing sea, oblivious to the cold, because God says that Russia is the bear and Russia excels in cold. And even China has worse, win worse winters than we do. They're coming up on one end, they're coming on the other end, they're attacking the nation and squeezing like a crab. That announcement comes on the TV that I spoke of years ago. Russian, activating all the Russians in the country, all the Russians that live here, all the Russians that have Russian accents, 
that are part of this and all the Russians that have impeccable U.S. accents. Why? Because they came when they were eight years old. They were born here. Second and third generation sleeper agents waking to wake up. I'm sitting on the train. I'm coming home tonight, sitting on the train. And the Lord is simply saying to me, they will rise up and strike America. They will rise up and strike America. He just keeps saying it. And why is he saying it? Because New York City is full of unfamiliar faces at the moment. They are everywhere, easily identifiable by the brand new clothing. Clothing so new you can almost smell the tags on them. Easily identifiable because of the different ethnicities. Easily identifiable by them standing in the train systems in groups of four and five, utterly confused, trying to read the English train maps and then match it. Easily identifiable because when I'm going my way with purpose, they're standing on the street and gazing up at the buildings, taking stock. They're not admiring the buildings. They're taking stock. And all around them, my fellow Americans, pitter-patter of busy rushing feet. Yeah, Todd, I'm, yeah, I'm five minutes away from the meeting. Let's talk about it. That's what God told me. He told me to tell you everything. My eyes are open. I see them in my neighborhood. I see them in Manhattan. They are everywhere. They didn't come to visit, they came to work. They will receive the full judgment for their sin. That is the prophecy received early morning, December the 6th. It is called Tsunami in the Harbor. I'm Celestial and this is the Master's Voice. The Master's Voice is available in written form at www.the-masters-voice.com. The blog is the central resource for all this. It doesn't matter if I haven't put many of these new videos into print format yet. I will do that because I honor the Lord. The blog is the central theme. The Russia and China playlist is there. That is the most important playlist because as you have heard, that is how this nation is going to end. She's going to fall to her enemies in what God is calling a war for the ages, a war that I saw depicted in the middle of this year as a fight to the death between three hippos and America was the smallest hippo. Did you know that China is 17% of the world population? Do you know that 70 is 17 is almost 20? Do you know that that country has 1.4 billion people and we are only barely 340 million here? And not everybody is able-bodied. Not everybody is disciplined. And a lot of people are lost in the head to emotional garbage. Did you know that? That that is a nation that is in lockstep and Russia's right next to her with the same kind of national orientation. The blog has audio, that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud. The blog has video, that is La Voz del Señor, Canal Profetico, La Voz del Señor, that's the Spanish channel. It's not as updated as this one is. You have the YouTube here with me, Celestial. You have Rumble, you have BitChute, you have Brighteon, you have Telegram, you have Facebook, you have TikTok, you have Instagram, you have everywhere to go and catch up on what God is saying. Thank you for being with me and until I see you again, God bless you and goodbye.